You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of What's up, everyone? Dude, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm a little giddy right now. I'm uh, me too, man. I feel like a little uh, schoolboy right now because I'm in the same room with one of my heroes. Okay, Ted. <laughs> Ted. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Ted is is going to be one of my new heroes. Well, yeah, though, Ted is one of my but, heroes too. We'll get into that later, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are at uh, the place of Lydia Emily. Um, thank That's you so me. much. Thank you so much for having us over here. Thank Welcome you for being here. I'm psyched you guys are here. Ooh, I sound like a robot. That's no, awesome. That a, little a little bit of feedback. I think it's because my cell phone basically right there. But I think it sounds good. Right? That's better, yeah. That's better? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is gone. There you go. That was from yeah. your cell phone? Yeah, it is, yeah, basically. That's pretty powerful. We're very sensitive. I know. Yeah. I'm sensitive. <laughs> Sensitive, <laughs> sensitive, not like a flower, but kind of like a powder keg. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, oh, there, there, I Where's think it might phone? be yourself. Is it my cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm just going to throw stuff. Just take it. You got to put the phones in like a sealed bag. You know, I mean, we're, we're too connected. Everybody's too connected. Are you phones. allowed to curse on this or is you like Fuck put yeah, a you are. Okay, cool. <laughs> I did a <laughs> podcast last week and they're like, please don't make us put a parental guidance on it. And I was like, uh, oh, that's going to be hard. I'll there should be no guess. rules in art. You know what I mean? You know, you, if you can't curse, you're like limiting yourself. You, you know what I mean? And especially this is a street art podcast, right? You know, I mean, most uh, every single episode we have like a new uh, street artist come on usually and just kind of talk about their work and their experience right so uh welcome but to the show none, Thank none you. of them are anything like this uh this young lady right here. he says that every time it's so <laughs> rehearsed well when, when there's a guy he says this gentleman he, he doesn't say young oh lady. this gentleman <laughs> yeah oh yeah. did you say young lady i said young lady fresh <laughs> I, i'm older than you are you know what i like my age i don't understand that I whole am, thing I where people too. i thought that whole thing where women had to not say how old they were was kind of over with this whole me too thing i'm like oh i don't have to do that shit anymore and people still do it. I think, considering that I've smoked my whole life, I've had cancer twice, and I have MS, I think I look awesome. <laughs> this yeah. is 47. I, yeah. I would never be able to. And you know yeah. what? I mean. I look amazing. And I earned this. Like, And yes. I'm an artist. So being an artist is the only thing. It's the only thing that I can find. And I'm sure that somebody in your comments will say something about me saying this. But I haven't been able to find another career where a woman's value increases as she ages. Oh other goodness. than art you're absolutely I see, right i, I cannot find one other career it, it my value as a woman increases now you got my little inner man running on a mission yeah to as, as i age on all levels doesn't make a difference what i look like doesn't make a difference if my brain is still intact yeah. if i'm going through menopause none of that stuff matters as an artist it all just fuels what i'm doing absolutely mm. yeah it's 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 like totally amazing that i accidentally picked this <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident that you became an artist. Absolutely though? an accident. Yeah. Okay, I want to take uh, it back okay. pretty far here. When uh, when did you realize you were an artist? Oh, I was in this band in the nineties. Oh, musician. Oh I man, I was such a fraud. I was such a poser. So I was uh, nineteen or twenty, and I was relatively hot. And I had um, a boyfriend who was in a band, and he was like, "This was the time still in life where a guy could just." like hang a guitar on you because it would sell more tickets. 
Like, I'm totally in touch with it. I'm not. I'm not trying to be anything. I'm not. I was. He was like, let's just hang this guitar in you, and more people will come. And he was right. More people came. And truthfully, as much as I enjoyed playing, it was like a faux Japanese noise band. It was all self-indulgent noise, like detuned guitars, double bass. Interesting. Yeah, we played in Austin. I've never heard that. Oh, before. it was such rubbish. So I mean. So I had more mm. enjoyment. We had to make the tape covers. Yeah. Because it was in the time of cassette tapes. Oh, you can Google that. <laughs> in the time of cassette tapes. And uh, I would like use glue sticks and, you know, and paint them. And I was like, look at the cassette tape. And they're like, do you want to practice at some point? And I'm like, no, look it. And <sighs> I liked making the album covers. And I like making the flyers. And I like making, you know. So that was, you were, you were in your teenagers, teenage years, basically. And so... That's um, what kind of your your medium basically then was just uh, cut and paste and were you doing any kind of painting or, or drawing? Um, or when I moved to New York City uh, in '98, where were you originally from? So much. Um, I'm not really from anywhere. My okay. parents were hippie trustafarians. <laughs> okay, interesting. They had a ton of money, and, uh, which they don't anymore, but they had a ton of money and they were high all the time. Okay, let me know if this makes noise. I'm not supposed to get hot because of my disease, so I'm just going to fan myself. But okay. if it makes too much noise, let me no, know. No, 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 Besides, no this is dope. Look at how cool it this is. fan it is. It's beautiful. What's up, yeah. little Tokyo? Two dollars. <laughs> um, my parents were, you know, they were fuck-ups. And, um, like, my mom and my dad met because my dad hired my mom to manage his weed shop in the French Corner in the 60s. Which they sold like Abby Hoffman posters and fuck you buttons and stuff like that. I mean, it was like, wow. So they had some money and they would say, we want to have an emu farm in New Zealand. So we moved to New Zealand and we raised emu for six months. And then they were like, it's cold and damp. And then they were like, we're going to start a kibbutz in Guadalajara. We're not South American or Jewish. So like. They would just like think of things while they were high and they were like, let's go. And they would just throw money at stuff. And you would have to go along with them. Well, yeah, we were toddlers and then we were little kids. I think at one point my mom wanted to learn how to be an Indian chef. Again, not Indian. And so the only job she could get was on a cruise ship. So we did that for a while. Oh, my god! Yeah, they were banana cakes. So... Just bold we and unafraid. Came to the US. That's where that came from. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense now. When we came back to the US when I was, um, I think, like 11, and we were living in Los Angeles, and that's where I learned how to tag. We had first moved to Wilshire and Fairfax in Los Angeles, which now I think is called the Miracle Mile, but back yes. then it was called the Hood. And I got initiated on the girl side of 18th Street, and so I would uh, hang out with them, and that's how I learned how to tag. I learned Diesio Cho, and I learned how to tag, and I had a little girl oh. name. And um, were you, you know, ever were, a part of the 18th Street? Uh, well, the, gang? the back then the girl and the and the men's side was different, so I was more like a little sister. Those guys were I, as I've grown, and I, I've seen them. Some of them have some real hardships. I understand it better. But when I was young and my parents were always gone, because my parents were always gone, they were like my big brothers. They protected me. Sure. Mm. In a bad neighborhood. They were kind and loving. And I mean, I didn't know that they were 
killing people and robbing and <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it's just yeah, like what they do in their own time is yeah, was their like, own thing I was asleep I had school the next day and believe like, it or not gangsters yeah. always try to keep that away from children it's they're like, weird yeah. I know they're always like they're corrupting kids I'm like actually they were pretty yeah, quiet about it yeah like, they were school, really nice guys they used to call me thumper so yeah oh was a little thumper I can still hit that 18th street pretty sweetly actually wow yeah I don't think they'd you know, I would anymore. But that's where I first learned how to tag. And then, um, you know, I grew up and uh, left high school and st- joined this band, moved to Austin, Texas, lived there for a couple years, and then moved to New York City and got a job at this incredible little dyke bar on the Lower East Side <laughs> called Meow Mix, where I did sound. <laughs> and then I was in another band called Rob Lowe. And... <laughs> The band name was Rob Lowe. Oh, yeah. So we made a montage with videotapes, right? So VCR to VCR. We made a, first there was the Rob Lowe and Tal's montage in different movies. And then there was the Rob Lowe fighting scenes from different movies. And we made this electronic noise music that we play in the background behind all these TVs with Rob Lowe montages. It was amazing. It was groundbreaking. (laughs) Amazing. And we played at Brownies one night in New York, and women actually came from Jersey because they thought Rob Lowe was going to be there, like, I don't know, read poetry <laughs> or whatever. So, <laughs> clever, yeah. Clever yeah. uses of wording. Yeah. But again, I enjoyed making the art more. And I don't work well in a group. In the podcast, I can. In friendship, I can. Parties, my family. But when it comes to my vision, I most definitely had problems sharing that and, mm-hmm. and compromising mm. on it, even if the person was right. Yeah. So but you in know a it's good to band, be aware of that. No, it's really good to know yourself. Um, and in a band, it's all compromise. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm a musician too, so I jam with people. And I always uh, say there's like so much drama. Somebody's showing up late. Somebody doesn't care as much about it. Somebody played too much guitar this week, so he doesn't want to play it. Was, right. You know what I mean? so, something like that, right? You know what props I mean? to you because I don't know how people. I can barely be married to one person. I can't imagine being married to five again. It's awful. Well, like, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's, for me, I'm more of a producer, so I like produce artists. But like I said, even jamming casually, there's just drama sometimes. You know it what I mean? Is. Musicians, I feel like a lot of times. They're, uh, they can't express themselves that well uh, by speaking, you know, because they're expressing right. themselves through music, playing their instruments. So there tends to be some uh, butting of heads a lot of times. Well, that's the nice know, thing about being an artist is you don't have to express yourself. They don't expect us to speak well. Whenever I show up for an interview <laughs> and I'm slightly articulate, they're like, wow, this is really surprising. Yeah, no, no, Good for you with your vernacular. Right. Look at that no, it's, it's true. It's true. You can do other things too. Other you can than the speak art. the words. You know what? That, that's how this podcast has gone. Sometimes it's been like amazing. It's just flown really, uh, flow really, yeah. really well. And sometimes we're like, you, you know, we got to pull it out. But you know, today, uh, one thing. Let's talk about a little bit about street art too, because you know, I mean, this is technically okay, a street so, art podcast. Yeah, from going from the how you got started with the music, your artwork yeah. into um, into doing street art. Okay. Okay. So I was. Um, the art I was doing was not okay at the time. So as times change, things become more, everything has its, everything's disco. I always say that. Everything's disco. Everything has 15 minutes and then everybody hates it. And then 20 (laughs) years later, everybody loves it again and they couldn't believe people were burning the records. So everything is disco. So I was doing portraits of, excuse me, I burp into your microphone. (laughs) I was doing portraits of like Hamid Karzai, who was the, uh, leader of Afghanistan or portraits of Mahmoud Ahmadinejad who was at the time the leader of Iran and so he had said at some point uh, Israel doesn't exist 
So I did a big portrait of Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, and I just wrote, this portrait doesn't exist. I love that oh, perfect awesome. pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 seriously. You. I appreciate you know it. I'm saying? No, I don't fuck around. It's, it's not yeah. very... It's, no. Can you yeah. imagine if you're trying to make a point about that, and you're calling him, you know, Michael? <laughs> Oh, no. People that's would not be like, one, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, well, what that's the, what so, they're going to remember, not the actual So thing. when I did those, I no gallery wanted to show them. I actually had one gallery told me, nobody wants sad George Bush over their couch. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> no one. <laughs> and so there's this staple for the art world, which is if you want to sell something, it's tits and flowers. Tits and flowers uh, is what sells. As long as there's a titty in it or yes. a flower in it, somebody will buy that shit. Mm, mm-hmm. And I had friends of mine, long time, uh, very successful artists, who's obviously, I would never say their name, who were like, you're talented, just stop with the politics and paint some tits and flowers. Like, Because oh then you can God. at least make <laughs> some money. I, I, and blah, I, think, blah. I think I've heard people tell, tell you that too, T. Oh, yeah, me too. But, <laughs> but anyway, so we're talking. Well, yeah. and so I... I started doing street art because there was no gallery that was ever going to care about politics at the time. Mm. Now you throw a rock and you hit someone who's painting Trump. But at the time, nobody cared. So like, um, and people are always saying to me, "Why well, haven't you painted Trump? And I'm like, because everybody, everybody does now. Yeah, like I don't, have to, yeah. I don't have to do it anymore. Like, thanks guys, peace out. <laughs> yes, you know? everyone's got it covered. So um, I started doing um, wheat paste, like, you know, the stepping yeah. stone for all street yeah. art. I started doing wheat paste. My, um, I didn't have any urge to do graffiti mm-hmm. like I did when I was a kid. A different I, purpose. Well, and I also felt like it was a misrepresentation. I never lived that life. Mm-hmm. I was a peripheral. Uh, right, mm-hmm. right, And right. Um, they were very kind to me and took really good care of me, but still peripheral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel like I could claim that set in any way. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's very wise. Yeah. So, very wise. Um, I started doing wheat paste of... Hamid Karzai, Mahmoud, uh, whoever I wanted to do. And um, that brought me my audience. So that people who cared about such topics found me. And this was in the days of blogs. You remember this yeah. was like the this was, yeah. this was like Friendster time or whatever. You know what <laughs> well, one thing, one the th- time of Merrill's yeah. and Fairfax. Then exactly, and you know, okay. So one of the things that uh, I don't you you you're probably not I feel like a, I'm being set up here. No, 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 no not happening? at all, not at all. One of the things that yeah. Uh, uh, we used to always do uh, on the LA Street Art Gallery Facebook page. It's a group, basically, and we share a lot of the street art, too. We would actually start to put kind of like memes to, uh, uh, or quotes underneath like uh, uh, some of the street art, you know. So I re- always remember your piece, the Dalai Lama piece. You, you know what I mean? So When he had the jail moniker? Uh, it, we had the uh, Made in China uh Oh, yeah. That one, it says refugee. Yeah. Oh, he had the made in China um, ball. Yes, yeah. that's correct. You yeah. know what I mean? We would put a Dalai Lama quote or something like that. You, you know you know what I mean? And hopefully it'd get like shared. So, but you're right. This is, I've never even seen that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, it's, but it's out there in the universe. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of cool because this is, like I said, this is the day before Instagram. You know what I mean? Before, yeah. before uh, you know, this is a Facebook uh, group that like has been around since 2010. Like people share. Wow. You, you know what I mean? No so one was really putting anything on their Facebook Yeah, page yeah, they exactly. Were not getting busted but then you know once instagram came along then people were like more you know exactly so yeah. so yeah we always talk about on this podcast melrose and fairfax too because we always say that really? we we inherited uh, la Street gallery inherited the torch from uh melrose and fairfax that's how we always what say here's melrose the thing okay tell yes. me the yeah. dirt okay here's so dirt. here's here's kind of why we will always talk about them oh bankrupt them. slut that's what it was it was yeah. bankrupt slut bankrupt that's right slut. that was the guy he still gets guy. up he still gets yeah. up yeah. no yeah. Yeah. really yeah. yeah absolutely Oh, good for him but it was because of him 
that I actually met a lot of the guys that are still getting up. Um, a lot today. of OGs in the game now. John Innes. Um, oh, Gregory I love Sith, John. Um, uh, Is Greg Siff still out there? Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah, I'm, you know what I mean? so, I'm so, I'm so like sequestered into my Well, he, he, he doesn't hole. get up in the street as much as he did. He still does, though. That's the thing, though. He still, every once in a while, gets up and does something in the streets. But um, he's doing a lot of big things now, like big um, big advertising agency uh, pieces, uh, you know, big car commercial stuff, So, which is great. You know, the more that we can have artists doing stuff like that, the better it is for us eventually. But um, he, he had this... Uh, Brainwash had a big show, and then um, in 2011, and so they had this extra room where they let all the local artists come and get their work up. And it was hilarious because I remember that John Ennis had brought a couple of your pieces. And he did? Had, yeah, and he had put them up, but then... In Terry's show? In Terry's show, but... but Dude. Check this out, though. <laughs> let me Dude. finish. I know, I know. But then he took them down Yeah. because... He said that he got in touch with you and he told you what he did and that you told him to take it down. Oh, I don't even remember that. This is the best part about MS. So I have total short, I have memory loss now from the brain damage. Oh, so I good. always say to Ted, it's like, a, it's like he married Drew Barrymore from 51st Dates. All right. Because yeah. every day he gets to tell the same story over and over again. And I laugh every time because it's literally the first time I heard it. I don't even remember that. And you paid But that was, a good, that was a good call because... Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to have any... I don't I don't even want to be... So there's this theory about a YouTube video. There's the guy, and he's fighting the other guy, right? Okay. And they're pu- throwing punches. I don't want to be there, one of those guys. And and I don't want to be anybody in the crowd watching it either. Exactly. So right, I don't yeah. want to be in that. I don't want... I, my stuff is... I feel like not within that I just don't feel like it's the same I don't I'm not, not saying I don't, I don't say there's anything wrong with what anybody else is doing oh, no. I like what no, everybody's no, no, no. doing I just I, my whole life has been dedicated to charity mm-hmm. yeah um, mm-hmm. and um, issues that are serious I don't know how to say it nicely. No, that is nice. That is nice because yeah, I mean, I just don't. It's a more worldly topic. That's like well, I just kind of a bigger thing we're talking about. I understand like that the stuff that that kind of world that we're talking about with no names very much celebrates having yeah yeah. And I'm trying to talk about people who have not, and I just don't feel like. How about this? I don't feel like it's good for my brand. No. Mm. And I actually don't know that it's good for theirs. No, it isn't. Absolutely you know what I mean? Not. So I'm just trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really hard when you do what we do to be taken seriously. And I've worked my whole life, you know, 28 years of painting like this now, 29 years of painting like this now, to be taken seriously. And yeah. so to end up being... Um, in a show or on a commercial or on a t-shirt or whatever it is in the company. So I, I have my favorite quote is uh, water seeks its own level. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite quote. People are always like, how do you have such a good group of friends or how do you this? I'm like, I curate that shit well. And Call I, the and herd. I like, yeah, I like, and I believe that everything on the level that's my level represents me. Mm. And I represent it. And as much as I think it's cool that people have good time shows and all that shit, do it. Have those good time shows. Live the dream. My dream's different. Mm-hmm. And I can, like, visit you. Like, I can visit Keith. I could visit um, 
I mean, there's got to be like one or two other people in the scene. There's only a handful of people that I feel like I have a connection with and that I feel like would represent me correctly. And I feel like I try to represent them correctly. For me, it's not, I don't cast a wide net. I don't want to yeah. know everybody. That's so smart. I don't want to fucking go to everything. And people can say I'm stuck up or I'm old or whatever. It's so good. Fuck those people. I would rather not be someplace and be talked about than yep. be there. Yeah. Dude, man, that's deep, man. Like, well, seriously, you know what? You, it's just really respect. You are, respect. thank you. You are, uh, you're mean are far different than than most of the the guys in the streets um i would like to think that if they had lived the type of life that you have led that they would be doing something similar to what you're doing if not, i think that everybody given idiots. given the opportunity i think that everybody does something charitable I, yeah. my my path is fucking stupid as a word as that is i don't know what else to use right now my path is different i'm what has been laid before me is different like yeah. you know i have an autistic son who is transitioning i have ms i had cancer i'm going to texas in uh, two weeks because i've been subpoenaed for a rape trial for when oh i was raped God. and then the guy who raped me is finally being prosecuted after all Good. these years Good. so like i my what i am my parents were surrounded by emu emu farms that was there they were like woo cruise ship emu farm kibbutz <laughs> the stuff that i'm surrounded with is just different yeah absolutely. and so my you got it i know i understand that too so my parents are immigrants they immigrated here from taiwan basically and um like i said i i feel that a lot too because i always felt like yeah i did have a good family you know what i mean but I, you know for me like i wanted to run the streets and just understand what else is going on so a lot of times decisions i'm making especially in music music and the streets is just super connected I, you know yeah, I, that's time. just how it and art that's you know that's why we're doing this whole thing and it's just like sometimes the experiences you have really change you as a person and there's and a lot to be learned here i mean for those of you who are listening and um i mean first of all if you don't know who lydia emily is and you don't go google her after this fuck you um, <laughs> don't believe everything you read i didn't uh, write any of it i i she's the type of person that you know when i'm having like the worst day ever all I gotta do is think about her for like two seconds, and it's like, oh, and then he's like, I'm fucking like, don't smoke. easy. I've got it so fucking easy. No, but I don't want to do that either. I want every, every for everybody. Everybody's struggle is their own. You well, no don't have to, it so hey, easy. Me, no one wants gotta, to do that. No yeah. one wants to be in that position. Everybody's everybody. What everybody's going through is real. Not every nobody should compare what they're going to do to what I'm going through. I took this burden happily, so that you don't have to. So here's my belief. You got a room. Let's say there's five of us at the table. No, there's four because math and stuff. So there's four <laughs> of us at the table, right? So she's probably got two roommates. Everybody, each one of us, our house has got a couple people. So just in this circle right here, let's count it at 15 of close circle, right? Right. Statistically, two. Statistically, two of those people get cancer. Mm. Statistically, statistically, if the if the if the margin is half female, two of those people will be sexually assaulted. Jeez. Then you've got things like autoimmune diseases. So just think of the statistics. So if you think about how much I took on so that somebody else in my circle doesn't have to. Yeah. So I have MS so that my friend Laura doesn't have to walk with a cane. Man, that's so positive. Yeah. Do you know what that's I mean? Like, positive. I'm happy oh, to take man. all that. When you that. look at it that way, it, it's That's really... the way you have to look at it. Well, that's you know what I'm what talking about. Wow. You're able to bring that philosophy to somebody. You know yeah, what I, mean? I mean, I hope so. What's yeah. the point? Well, that's why, that's why we're doing what we're doing right now. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, I who wants to hear somebody complain? Oh. I mean, I can complain about my farts. <laughs> because I am vegan and gluten-free, and on the way home from this sculpture thing tonight, my husband and I stopped and had Arby's. I haven't had it since the sixth grade, and I'm pretty oh. sure I'm farting up a storm right now. Yummy. <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah. It tasted so good, though. I was driving in Vegas, and damn, you know, there's that Arby's there by... Uh, Dude, the, Arby's you know, tastes so good. Have you had so it? It's you amazing. Know, you know what? I regretted it an hour later, so I really... Yeah, no, but, but you would totally do it again. <laughs> I, you're right. You I, w- I was upset that I didn't get two. <laughs> we left and I'm like we should go back Beef I cheddar, ate that man. two five I ate it before we paid I just like <laughs> put it in my face hole so good so my friend used to work at Arby's right and he said that the meat no 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 you want me to tell no, you? no 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 I, I why s- would you ruin this no it was still good for <laughs> Dude. me I mean, you know what I mean it was still it was okay like it's, I'm just trying to tell you're not gonna tell me you. it's like no I'm just I'm just trying to tell you like it's like it comes in like all in plastic, sealed plastic, and then they heat it up, and then they just slice it nice and thin. It's oh, kinda, okay, that's it's not very bad. industrial. That, that's what I was trying to say. I thought you were going to say something crazy. Uh, no, 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 no. I was I mean, bracing myself as well. Yeah, I, that's I, I'm, upsetting. I'm just saying, like, you know, you know, she's never had Arby's. Who, Fiona, you, 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 let's introduce Fiona. Yeah, let's introduce Fiona. About oh yeah, this is Fiona. Say hi. Hello. Hi, Fiona. Say hi to the microphone. Hello there. Ooh, there you go. She has a nice voice, Fiona. So Fiona is a young uh, lass who uh, makes these uh, cool sculptures, and she wants to start putting them out in the street. And she is friends with Tim Kerr, who is oh nice, such an amazing artist uh, yeah. out of Austin, Texas. He only does civil rights murals. He just did a, Rosa, a whole show at the Rosa Parks Museum, and he's really amazing. So anyways, nice. he told her to look me up while she was in L.A. So I haven't been out doing non-legal things in a long time, but I think I'm going to go out with her and show her how to do shit. <laughs> That's awesome. She got me all inspired. Well, you know what? I, I That's did all see... you need is the right inspiration. Right? I know, but look at her. She's awesome. No, she's got a beautiful smile, and she got like this energy, like a sparkle. Okay, can I tell them know? about the tattoo? Tell them about the tattoo. Okay, so show them the tattoo. Well, it's They're... on the side of my hip. Oh, okay, so t- what does it say again? It says yuck and no. So she's got a tattoo on her hip that says yuck and no, and I'm like, what is that about? And it's because after high school, you'll have no, to correct me. School. After in high school, she found a journal in a guy's house in high school that was in there, and there was a list of girls that were yuck and no, and she was on it. Oh no! I know, right? But she owned that shit. She got a tattooed on her badass body. Yeah. And one of my best friends got one as well because she was. Also she was on also on the list, mm. the yuck and no list. And that's, that's like your bond together, exactly. dude. That's a commitment. <laughs> this guy, this guy is gay, right? That, that made the list, right? Because I mean, yeah, he, he might be. Puka shell. Okay, I just, I just threw up what? in my mouth a little bit. I, I you know, wash I, that up. What, one thing uh, good about social media, like I said, uh, <laughs> you know. I follow you on Instagram and uh, social media, and I saw that you were uh, out with the, one of our guests on the podcast, Stephen Levy, basically. Oh, yeah. You guys were doing Steven. kind of a cool project, basically, that, you know, he's uh, super, teach, he's you were awesome. out with him, too, man. We've got to have him on yeah. again. You, you, oh, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's one of the reasons. He's, uh, Such a great guy. You know, he, actually the podcast. Helped, he hooked us up with Frankie Hollywood over <laughs> in Amsterdam, who uh, turned out to be a, a great. I'm so out of touch. Uh, well, we didn't know him either before the trip. Want to talk about Churchill? Let's talk about Churchill. I know that name. Churchill? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like she Winston did a painting Churchill. of Churchill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's talk, let's about, talk about Winston Churchill. I that's love Winston Churchill. No, well, have you seen Dunkirk? Did, did you watch you Dunkirk? Have I seen it how many times? What? <laughs> Isn't that such what a did you fucking say? amazing movie? Did I see it in the theater and in my house? Did I make my kids watch it? What? <laughs> did you see The Darkest Hour, though? We know the guy who did the makeup for oh. The Darkest Hour. Did you see, the, see his face? Did you see Gary Oldman's face? Yeah, yeah. Dude, what the 
fuck Wait, with that. Wait, I didn't even know that was Gary Oldman. <laughs> what? I, I, saw that, I saw that I one on the plane, so it was just, much. you know. I have twins. I don't see much. I don't. Yeah, I, no, that doesn't, that's not going to work on me. I have two kids. They're like Scottish twins. They're like a year apart. Hey, but teach, you know. Teach. <laughs> I want to say that because I'm Scottish. I'm not insulting anybody, except for everybody who's really Scottish because I'm only a descent. <laughs> well, we also, you know, we're, we're flipping two houses. The wife uh, is trying to get the movie going as well. And, yeah, there's a few hundred things going the on. The Darkest Hour. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, you should watch that shit. Just saying. Wait, well, I mean, you know what? This is your chance, man, to talk about current events, man. Like, you, you know, I mean, earlier. There's one other thing that I. What a diss to, like, all the everybody else you've had on the show. Here's your chance. She reads. <laughs> we have someone who actually, yes, does other, no. other than artwork. She like, only this. has one eye and she still reads. That's amazing. How do you read? Tonight I was, today I was at the show. This guy, he was a. He was in World War II, and uh, he does sculpture, and I went to his show tonight. He's amazing. And uh, I was reading his bio, and he's standing next to me. He's like 97. He's standing next to me, looks at me, goes, gosh, you read fast with that one eye. And I was like. Oh, he just says Yeah, just he just says, says shit. Yeah. yeah, when you get to be that No, he's age, like 97. He's not, because I'm blind in my they're left They're just like eye, seven or eight-year-olds, like, but he looks yeah, to say exactly like, what's on their yeah, mind. Yeah, he's amazing. I love him. He makes stuff out of trash. He's the best person ever. I mean, isn't that kind of what we all do? That bird piece you showed me, though, that is. So I know cool. he's dope as fuck. I love him. He hid in the trees in France because he was too young to to be a, a soldier and shot at Nazis. Like it, when you Ugh. go and talk to him, you're just like, so I'm just gonna quit now because I can never do anything no. that's even near as cool. And then came to the United States and opened an art gallery in New York. Jeez. Yeah. No, wow. all the things. No. Like See, everything that, that he, yeah. How do you yeah. go from shooting guys in between trees to married saying, his, you know what? Married his sweetheart during the war, stayed married until when she died this last year. Oh, jeez. No, writes poetry for her. Okay. No, yeah. everything. There's about two it's like guys ridiculous. like that out there. Maybe three. Or, or one. And his name is Robert. Robert. And I'm totally into him. I painted he, a painting. Hey, can you find him on Instagram? No, I'm kidding. He he's not on Instagram, him. but he's, he's 90. On he's not on Instagram. I'll totally show him. You guys are going to meet him at the magic party. He's amazing. Okay. No, I mean, everything he says is amazing. I'm okay. obsessed with him. So, anyways, current events. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? No, we always, you know, we always try to find the chance, basically. Well, I'm I, not talking I about Trump, that today because we had our first repeat. Uh, person on so I, I figured that once we've done the interview that once we've had people on again that we would you know address some current things that are going on so that's anything but, but Trump yeah um, Th- then there's nothing going on I'm kidding there's a lot going on I'm kidding let's talk about Hong Kong let's talk about Hong Kong let's talk about Hong Kong let's talk about Nicaragua let's talk about there's what, a million uh, things to talk what about what do you think is the biggest problem of all the uh, foreign issues that are going on right now I think the land grab um, in uh, Africa. I think that the buying of land. Uh, Which part of Africa? Rubber. So there's rubber-rich land. If you get into the Congo, there's oil-rich land pretty much anywhere else. And so you got um, a tremendous amount of money that is buying the land up while we are uh, obsessed with other things, like oh, our course. president or Israel. I think the other main t- – I mean, so the land grabs in Africa are, are huge. Um, the what are they going to be other- doing with the land, though? Taking the oil and the rubber and running off the and, and and selling it, yeah. And so what they do is they op- they'll offer they'll say here we're gonna build you a road because there's so many places in Africa that want to turn into cosmopolitan cosmopolitan places as yeah. they should. Yeah. And there are a lot of cities, um, but there are places that aren't. So they say, well, we'll build you this road, and um, 
we'll just own the land underneath it. And they're like, we would love a road because people can walk back and forth and we'll get spigot or we'll do whatever. It's the same thing they did in Native Americans. Yeah, you think? It's the same thing that happened in Tibet. So so that's, to me, one of the number one long-term issues that it doesn't affect us, it doesn't affect uh, us and or them at this exact second. So it's not uh, pressing, but it's a long, it's a... It's a smoking issue. Well, ha- you you know, can have a cigarette today, and it's, and it's, and it's probably not a big deal, effect. but like in 50 years or 40 years, it's gonna have a you're going to have effect. cancer. Yeah, so the second thing would be um, uh, um, America's always been obsessed with itself. Every country's obsessed with itself. Every country is embarrassed about what they're going through. This is not an American thing. Everybody that I speak to all over the world is like, oh, my... Um, what is happening here is a representation of what's happening everywhere. Almost, I can think of 15 countries right now that have a Trump. Yeah. Mm, uh, yeah, and UK yeah. just got one. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, do, have you guys looked into Austria? Have you looked, I mean, the, do, yeah. there's you just... Have you looked at the Philippines? Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> my God, yeah, exactly. the Philippines, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a representation Brazil. of a larger issue that is happening globally. And so... Our need to shame ourselves, Americans, out of some kind of self-deprecating Seinfeld kind of thing. Ah, oh, uh, our president's the worst, and we're doing that. We should, and we should, and we should, and I'm. It's a global issue, it, yeah. and that's very much America to be like, oh, it's all about us. Yeah. Whereas maybe we should be like, you know what? It's we are so great that no matter how bad our president is, or you know whatever. We, we we're going to survive this in you know we may i mean people right now are very upset about like what's happening at the border right 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 so that's what did they think was happening, happening at the border 10 years ago i know they just didn't know yeah. what yeah. do they, they think just, was happening yeah. the, what about during carter yeah. yeah what did they think was happening at the border then yeah. like it's just how i'm happy it's how it's that people are engaged now but i think that one of our enormous downfalls uh, that one of the things that has that belittle social media one of the things that ruins it is the idea that me retweeting something and donating five dollars means i'm involved because mm. uh, i'm not retweeting yeah. and putting up a charity and saying me and join and i gave ten dollars that is not fucking involvement that's the literally that's the least, least you can do literally you yeah. can't do any less <laughs> than that yeah. you can't click look at me less. i retweet did you see that i'm giving to the blah, blah blah so like after trump was elected here's a perfect example everybody was like aclu i'm giving to the aclu 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 blah, 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 blah. aclu has more money than yeah. anything yeah they did not need it yeah. I, not that it's wrong that you gave but just but then <laughs> the repercussion was is for the next year all the local charities Oh, suffered. God, yeah. People didn't give their local uh, food banks because they had given so much to the ACLU. Mm. They didn't give to their anything local. All these people, sex trafficking, all these people who had counted mm. on these donors year after year were like, we gave the ACLU this year and we tweeted about it. Ah, uh, yeah. We even. So those, uh, those are my, those are my, I think, my core issues uh, that I am cultivating. And I work on more quietly now. So the Congo is one of my number one. The Congo is just, 
if anybody cares, they'll they'll look it up. But uh, the the Congo has so many issues. Um, the soldiers who are uh, in uh, the national parks they're protecting the gorillas. They're being the, the the soldiers. The soldiers are being slaughtered. The 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 people are being slaughtered just for trying to have jobs. The, it's it's so there's there's a lot of stuff going on that is just so terrible. And and then uh, here we are uh, thinking that. We have we always have to have the best of everything. So we have the best worst president. <laughs> and I'm going to tweet about it and donate three dollars, and that's what I'm going to do this week because that's the least I can do. So those are just to answer you in a nutshell. Those are my. Mm. And that's why when people are like, "Did you see my? I'm giving to the." I'm like, "No, I didn't. I was out marching." Yeah. You should mm-hmm. come march or like the the concept of giving locally. Um, is lost on this generation. Oh my God, you're so right. Everybody if they wants can't to click get, and yeah. Do if it they locally. can't click and do it, that yeah, and, and it's everything's about the national level, and and so local programs, local food banks, local poverty uh, programs for kids, sex trafficking. What's happening on your block is not cool yeah. for some reason oh, anymore, no. and that to me is such a downfall of social media because. Social media's point is for you to feel global, mm. and nothing mm. feels less global than what's happening on the corner. That's true. So I'm hoping that there's a way. There, oh, there'll be a trend. It'd be awesome if it would trend at some point. Man, you know what? Mm. What I love because, like, normally we we have a range of guests on this podcast, and uh, you know, I, like I said, I saw your wheat pace um, back in the day that you that you yeah, put like ten up. years ago. Yeah, Those exactly. Were fun. And you know what? To me, like, I had no idea how uh, serious of an artist I was going to meet today. No, really. Like, oh. uh, to me, like, it's awesome to go into these topics, man. Like, normally we're talking about like. Uh, like I said, not, nothing wrong with this. Like, there's a whole, right, no, you should you have know, fun, you know, too. I mean, like, we have, Dude, you can't uh, have me all the time or people <laughs> be like, tune out, man. That shit's too serious. I just want to have a fucking no, drink yeah, but, every once but in a while. Saying, but it's like, we, we're going deep today, man. I'm hey, so that's what, what it's cool about street art, too. It's just like, Lydia, there's so many levels of this. Well, Lydia Emily art? has been uh, arrested before. I have. I have mm. been can arrested. We, can so, we have that story? So yeah. I am in, so I'm just going to have a disclaimer. I'm in the process of, uh, this summer I'm writing a book. So I can't uh, paint a lot during the summertime because heat is one of the worst things for my disease. It inflames. I don't want to lose my other eye because then the paintings will be really bad. Oh my God. And um, I get have trouble walking and stuff like that. So, um, and the pain is really the, the worst part. So I, I, working with a writer and writing this book and we decided to do it over the summer because I could be inside the air conditioning so on and so forth I don't have another mural until September um, good oh. yeah and I think even September that's gonna too be hard soon. I know what well, we were gonna do it in New York but then the, the director wanted to do it and I know so anyways um, it'll work out so as I started to write I, I okay a I'm not writing because I can't write I'm doing this i'm talking blah and she's like so um she's the real writer yeah and i'm just blabbermouth so storytelling as i started to go into the story about my arrest there was somebody who helped me along the way that's asked to remain anonymous so i have to be more careful about how i discuss this until Mm -hmm. all the legal stuff has worked out but yes i can't remember what year it was i was really sloppy i went out one night without my usually you have like a person who's lookout you know how this works yeah so um 
yeah, you guys, I don't have to tell you guys. I'm not talking to NBC. Like, you guys get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. It's, 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 it's really we've nice. actually We've actually had, like, people, like, uh, teachers look out on yeah. the show. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, different people. So, it's, I like, know. it's really interesting. But yeah, please, please well, continue. So, this is yeah. where, this is how Fiona's going to learn, because Fiona wants to get up. So, um, mm, I love that. She, getting she up. wants to get up. Yeah. Sorry, that's, that's, the term. that's the term. That's the term. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, um, where's Dorothy and Andrew? They're still not back. Oh, Dorothy's here? Uh, yeah, oh, never mind. It's okay. Yeah, good. Um, you know, I got kids and shit. I got to ask. Yeah. Like, whatever. Fuck that. Hey, we like to keep it real. So, I had had way too much coffee. Oh, yes. It was like two in the morning. And oh. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> and I went to like Rossmore and where did I get picked up? Rossmore and my, uh, my brain damage. Rossmore and Beverly. It turns into Vine and that's the park there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Larchmont? absolutely. Yeah, so right. there was a, um, somebody, somebody, you're missing the air quotes, but uh-huh. somebody had given me the key to... The bus stop. Yeah, the stop where you there's keys where you can open up the glass there's and a big put poster posters in and it. It's about four feet by six feet yeah, or seven feet. Yeah, you can get that key. What's up? <laughs> and um, so uh, I had done that, and then I couldn't get the key. Could I not get the key to work? I can't remember what happened. So anyways, I decided just to put it on the on the glass. I was just like out there. It was two in the morning on this kind of fancy neighborhood, and I was like, we piss, blah. I'm white. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm middle-aged. <laughs> I'm in a Kia. I can't be doing... I'm crafting. Look at me craft. And I'm on caffeine. And I was so fucked up on like Starbucks or whatever. So, um, I, um, yeah. So, whoop. And, um, um, I didn't know this at the time, but they had looked, asked to see my phone and, because I've never been arrested. So I was like, yes, m- Mr. Officer. And uh, super compliant. You can have whatever you want. And they took all my information oh. and all my um art and my wheat paste and i sat on my hands for a while and then i was booked and released i got a lot of help from the aclu mm. because mm. i because of my political work nice yeah well i mean that's kind of their thing yeah. and at the time nobody you know, people were like i don't know who the ACLU. that's a free lawyer you shouldn't use them now everybody's like aclu I gave. I retweeted. Sorry, just kidding. It was a little throwback. I was circling around. But um, so I was fined. Uh, I think you'd have to. I'd have to check on my Wikipedia or something, or or the writer of the book. I think I was fined forty-two thousand. I have to look. Well, it's restitution. So the way that the way that uh, it works for street artists is that um, there are certain things that cost more money. It depends on how they remove the product so slaps are the most expensive if you're doing slaps everywhere you're going to get the biggest fines because it costs the city so much to get rid of them Mm. if you're doing graffiti slaps are stickers for those oh sorry stickers sticky sticky um graffiti aren't actually the biggest fines because you can buff it right over yeah you buff it the buff monster comes and just paints over it um and then uh wheat paste are just as expensive as slaps because sometimes the adhesive will pull off the facade of the front of the building Mm. so if you get into like you know, a historic building, it can be kind of a dick move to do that. So you have yeah. to be pretty respectful where you're throwing up your wheat paste. So mm-hmm. 
my fines were generated in the state of California based on the work I had done. And I had my biggest fines, I think, came from the wheat paste I had done on a closed prison in Oakland. No, closed train station in Oakland. And um, I didn't know this, but they had marked it as historic. Oh, God. So, Wait, uh, but it's all the way in <sighs> Oakland. How do yeah, they connect so, everything? Well, I'm just oh, saying. Well, so the way By that, that time, yeah. the way that it works is the lesser amount of money you owe is a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. The more money you owe becomes a felony. That's all that changes a misdemeanor to a felony in a PC 594, which is graffiti on or against a freeway. Yeah, $400. Um, yeah. You'll have a misdemeanor, a couple extra slaps that they can document as yours. You have a felony. felony. I mean, oh. that's just the way it works. So, okay. And it makes sense. Different government agencies have to come and remove it and so on and so forth. So... Um, so I got a really cool PO with a with a mustache. I mean, I was kind of into it, you know. Like he was curly at the end, and I kind of liked him. And, <laughs> and he was like, "You kids," and I was like, "I love you. <laughs> You're the dad I never had. Take me home, Christmas." Um, so I didn't want to disappoint him, so I would show up, you know, on time every three weeks, like you're supposed to. And I paid, and um, and then as I started to pay. On time, the fines can go down. You can you can renegotiate your fines over time as long as you're in good standing, so on and so forth. So yeah, I did that. It took me four years to pay it off. Oh Jeez. my god! And technically, I wasn't allowed to be doing any art in the street during that time, mm. so that didn't happen. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that man, was it. That's, that's quite a story, man. No, this is she's a, got the coolest tattoo. I do. From oh the, yeah, uh, my PC five nine four tattoo. Check that out. It's kind so of like it's like penal code five nine four. So that's for graffiti on or against a freeway. Kind of looks like Hindi a little <laughs> so bit. You know, I was doing. Yeah, I was doing a. I wanted to do this big mural of Obama. So he had written this book, The Audacity of Hope. Oh yeah. And yeah. then he won, and so I and he maybe didn't do all the things that we had campaigned for. I mean, I was just kind of pissed. Mm, yeah. Because there was, I, I had done a lot of his artwork. We had gone to his inauguration. It was, super, you know, like, I was really invested, my kids and I. And then there were things that really mattered to me, like Guantanamo and stuff like that, that I felt like he didn't mm. know where all the bodies were buried enough to really make any real deals. Yeah. And so all I did, I wasn't, like, super mad, but I just did a big painting of him, and it just said, the audacity of compromise. Mm. You know, it's just Very to think well about, done. like, yeah, what do you... Right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, they didn't... The police didn't like that at all. Because everybody loved Obama, so, you know. Yeah, no, it's interesting because, like, it, we were just talking about, like, uh, kids being locked up at the border, right? I mean, and people, people are like, oh, ICE is like, you know, these things are all going on continuously through Obama's... Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's just like a lot of people are bringing attention no, to it now. No, I, I, it makes me mad when people give Trump all the credit. I'm like, <laughs> you, what do you think he set this system up? You think he's arrested the most? You've, let's talk about Obama. Let's talk about Bush Jr. Let's oh, talk Bush about Jr. Carter. Let's talk yeah. about everybody. Like I mean, It's not like Trump was the first person to round up people and kick them out. He's just the loudest about it. Yeah. That's the thing. You he's know? being loud about it to try to impress his base. Well, yeah, I think it's I think it's also a distraction tactic, and I think that's that every time that, we retreat it. it, we buy into it. But yeah. I think I think it's kind of it's just like weird that we have like different rules for different people. Like for the longest time, it was like, hey, if you're Cuban, if you touch Florida, man, you're in, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then exactly. it's like, but hey, if you're Mexican, 
hey, don't try to cross over here. You know what I mean? It's like maybe he should just swim the queue and go through and that, go through way, that because, way. Yeah. And I'm just, it's like, that's a ridiculous option. Of course, you can't do that. But I'm just saying. You worried that someone's going to be mad yeah, at you? you know I, mean? I like the way you're backtracking. <laughs> you're worried like, about your listeners. I'm going to be like, hey, man, hey, man, you've crossed a line now. No, I'm just saying. How I'm I? out. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> Bad reviews. He doesn't like No, I'm just knowledge. saying, like, somebody's going to be like, what, bro? You think you think these guys can get over to Cuba? You, you know, you know. What I mean? Do you listen to that nonsense, dude? <laughs> how do you know. sleep? Yeah, I don't. I can't know, even look at it. The last time I saw my Wikipedia page, which I didn't write, it said, uh, la- "It said last edited twenty minutes ago," and I was like, "What? I haven't been on Wikipedia in two years." So, like, you can't even. You just can't read that stuff, man. You can't yeah, care. Yeah, anyone that stuff. can get on there and program basically anything they want Anybody into your IMDb and yeah. these other things. So yeah, it's it's all like a, you know what? I love that you're saying it's like a, you want to talk about serious and real issues because everything's such a facade these days. It's all about a facade. hey, how many followers you have to like be legit. You, you know what I mean? And it's like there man, was a um, there's a friend of mine who has a company that's putting solar panels in the Congo, um, and in. Uh, uh, are for, all these different places. So anyways, uh, they're putting solar panels in on their own dime. They raise money. They go down. They put in solar panels so that people who are protecting the national parks and protecting neighborhoods can talk to each other. That's the solar awesome. panel gives. They have 163 followers on Instagram. Jeez, man. We're going to follow them right now. No, wait, but do you know why? Because <laughs> it's not cool. No, wait. Do you know why? Because no. they're out there living. <laughs> they're actually going out there doing to it. To me, yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend, a close friend, who I yeah. love. I love her. And um, she's talented and she's smart and she's funny. She has 70,000 followers. Marvel retweets her and her outfits. She doesn't, she doesn't she, make any money off she's that. She's a cosplay person, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, she doesn't make any money off that. She doesn't yeah. do anything with it. What it means when you have that many followers is you spend a lot of time on Instagram. Yep. Yes. So here's the thing about street art. Um, the gallery... The gallery, watch me make a lot of enemies. Ready? Hold Doesn't on. Matter. Buckle up, bitches. Fuck them all. <laughs> um, the gallery is the original Kardashian. Oh, absolutely. So the gallery is a influence peddler. Mm. Yes. That's what it does. That's what the gallery does. It decides who should show. This is one of the reasons why I'm so interested in Fiona here is when she came over here and we talked, we had a conversation about this. Her generation was like, I don't, we don't know that we really see any need for galleries. And I was like, I've fucking love you let's yeah, get married exactly i was loving everything <laughs> yeah. she was saying about her generation influence peddlers are they decide who shows you have to have an entire body of work so when i go to have a show which i'm not doing right now because i can't for these reasons um my show my idea for my show has to be agreed upon with the art dealer and the gallery owner and my manager we all have to come to uh, oh, some kind God. of agreement that this is a good concept. And my manager really is the, the only one who's like, what your vision, whatever you want to do. I mean, that's the way managers supposed to be. They're the exactly. ones in your corner. But you all have to agree. And then the, then after they agree if the concept is good enough or, or digestible enough, then there's the co- topic of whether or not it will sell. Yeah. How big should the pieces be? How small should they be? Are we doing prints? No, we're not doing prints because that's a lowbrow gallery and we're not a lowbrow gallery. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and then yeah. they go and then they go through your site and they're like, you have to take this off, you have to take that off. This oh isn't good, blah 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 blah, and yeah. you have to. So you become a curated piece. Yeah, and a gallery is so the church has changed. So like we're talking about the last four or five hundred years, right? So the last four or five hundred years, you've seen the church change. You've seen mm-hmm. the Catholic Church change. It mm-hmm. stands on so many things. You've seen the school system change. Yep. You've seen everything adapt 
to the world as it is now or try or is in the process of adapting Mm -hmm. except for the art world. The gallery system is still the same. And the influence peddler of the Kardashian mold came from that. And I don't want any part of it. I don't want to be any fucking part of it. I don't... I... So Fiona here, I'm totally going to just sell you out like all the time. Like this is what you get for not asking for a microphone. This is a learning lesson. So like a learning moment for you. We'll have her on her own she episode has, when she gets So that. she has, she yeah. makes these awesome sculptures and she, they have house-tivals. Have you heard of this? I love her generation. They have like her house and the neighbor's house or whatever and they'll have music and they'll hang up art in it and it's like a house festival. Mm, you and know they what? have a show and, and DJ and music and all this stuff and that's how they show their stuff. And they're like, we don't really, th- sh- they know that the gallery has gone to Art Center and has gotten the five hottest people who might get picked up by Nickelodeon and yeah. that's who they're going to show. I know a gallery down the street that is fucking mad, huge, legit and I'm not going to say their names obviously but... They have a guy who I a guy who I know, a graffiti artist who I know. They have him show there every two years or every year. He sells nothing. Nothing. But he's just so big. Uh, yeah. Mm. And they just want the name. Yeah. The name, the brand. Yeah. He's a brand Absolutely. now. And he sells his books and he sells all these other things. He doesn't need to sell art. Mm-hmm. He's, it's yeah. just a thing. It's mm-hmm. just an event. Mm-hmm. It's exposure. Yeah. It's influence peddling. Yeah. Yes. That's interesting. You know, that's one of the things I yeah. love about the street art scene, though, because we came in here. Uh, I always explain this, but how I actually am involved in this was at the time, 2010 time, I was actually a pharmaceutical rep in the uh, Hollywood area. And then um, so I would go visit doctors, basically, in the Hollywood Melrose Fairfax area. And, you know, between doctors, doctor's office, I would just start taking pictures of all the street art, you know, and put, started putting them up on a blog. Um, Fast forward, I don't do that anymore. It, you know, I couldn't stand living with myself being a part of the pharmaceutical industry. Seriously, you know, even though the money I is great. I work for pharmaceutical companies, but good ones. There are some with a soul. There are. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but like I said, it, my, you know, it's for you. It didn't. For work. me, I, I was, and plus, it's a hot girl job. You, you know, what I mean, it's like they go visit offices. You, are you, know? you think you think I'm assuming your gender? Because I'm not. <laughs> you could be a hot girl. You could be a hot girl. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, but anyway, so like, that's how this whole blog started. And there was no, um, you know, like, oligarchy circle of like collectors and things like that. It was just very organic. And then, you know, to this point right now, it's this podcast. It's like people push us to continuously do this now because, hey, we want to know about this artist. What happened to this artist? You know, I mean, how come Lydia? No, it's really interesting. I mean, Daniel LaHoda, who's my manager, who I love. Um, Daniel LaHoda said once, um, what did he say? He said, looking at art in galleries is like looking at animals in a zoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like Absolutely that. Absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, really You is know what? Here's the funny thing. Like, uh, graffiti artists and street artists, um, we kind of already do our own advertising. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's so about- what, that, what happens is that that basically makes the art gallery into a um, consignment shop you know these days the the street art galleries and most galleries are consignment shops you know yeah. because you're out there you're already doing your own advertising you're doing your own posts well, and you're now, running your and own you're, you're you know. able to sell everything you want online you're able to sell it like and, and if and if you do find the proper representation i'm not saying it's impossible there yeah. are some people who have their heart in the right spot yeah and who yes. want to represent the artist in the right way and don't over curate the artist right um, and let them come up with their own concept. It's few and far between. Yeah. I know a few. 
Yeah, um, but the, the percentage that they take, that, that well, goes and I understand that they I, used to, like, house them well, and feed them and give them the art supplies and send them to school Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's, that's a tough one because they do have then to again, pay for the power and the electricity and all these things. also use their but, own house for the gallery, so... Right, it's, that's, uh, that yeah, I don't want to get into the business side of it because I'm not a business person, I, and that's my manager's job. He's the business guy, so I don't want, I don't, the 50, 40, all those percentages are not... Uh, I don't, I don't know how that works, so I don't even want to pretend. I know how a lot of stuff works, and I have to know really clearly what I don't know, and I don't know that, so I'm going to sure. step out of that conversation. But yeah. I do know that um, there are a few people who do want to do the right thing by the artist. Well, that's how There's we just feel. not a lot. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how we feel at LSU. You know, one gallery that comes to mind is one we just interviewed in, uh, in Amsterdam, the OD Gallery. Mm -hmm. The guy that runs that gallery, Jason, um, just... He also owns a, uh, it's a it's coffee shop. Coffee shop. One of the best coffee, shop. coffee shops. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we're like, so, you know, we always, people always think that these gallery owners, you know, that they're like banking in the money and, you know. No, no gallery makes any money. Exactly. <laughs> no gallery makes exactly. any money. Who thinks that? No. Some, yeah, that's some, some artists think that. You know? Some artists, artists think that. Artists think that. Gallery, <laughs> gallery is just a way to throw <laughs> money away. It's a yes, write-off. It is. There's Absolutely. no, unless, unless you're, unless, even the Gagoshans, their overhead's so high. Like you just know, no. nobody's yeah. making any money. The gallery is what you get for your house husband when you have made all your money on sitcoms you're like my house husband wants to have a craft hobby open a gallery baby i love you mama will be off making some bacon and then he opens the gallery and then his friends show and maybe he gets to fuck some of the artist girls that he thinks are hot and he gets to have parties and whatever that's the gallery situation everybody fucking knows it yep there's Absolutely. there's no there's no fat smelly people making art in galleries. Well, it's about the way the artist looks half as much as it's about the art. Yeah, and that's fucking bullshit. Yep. Absolutely. That's just bullshit. There's I mean, no toothless artists in these galleries. It's always somebody who just graduated from Art Center and is on their way to their job at Disney during the daytime <laughs> because they're a cosplay princess on the side. That's every gal. You know what galleries I'm talking about. Both you motherfuckers know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. Yes, ma'am. So that to me is not authentic. Yeah, you're there's, right. There's Absolutely. no potpourri of person in the gallery world. There is a brand of person, and that brand is a painting Kardashian. And I have no interest in being a part of that. And I would rather work in a coffee shop, I yeah. would rather do anything. Oh yeah. Going back to what you said, like I said, you, you start posting in the street because the gal again anti gallery. They wouldn't. They wouldn't yeah. want to sell. They were it. like I love tits that. and flowers. Yeah. We want tits and flowers. And then all of a sudden they were like, Hey, can you bring Sad Obama? My friend wants it over his couch. We need Sad Obama. What's that guy's name? Mahi Muhud. We need him. We don't care. We need him. And I'm yeah. like, What country is he from? And they're like, I don't know. Afghanistan, maybe. <laughs> nope. None of that's right. None of that's right, fucking Philistines. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you traveled to... Um, I've uh, traveled everywhere, yeah. Really? No, actually, I haven't traveled everywhere. I, I haven't so, have been, been able to, to be... I've been to Tibet. Oh, that's I awesome. have not been able to be in the Congo. It's okay. one of my... And now that I have um, an advancing disease, I can't because the virus yeah. shots yeah. you have to get are live virus shots. Yeah. And yeah. I have to have what's so called bad. a dead virus shot. Like, I, I can't see. get a regular live virus flu shot. I have to get a dead one. You have to get them special. So... There are a lot of places that I wanted to see that I don't know that I'm going to be able to see. And, and new new vaccines come out all the time, and I'm hopeful. But 
Um, the only places I've done street art, another I've, I've done that in uh, Haiti. I've done street art in Haiti. Um, there are some images. Uh, yeah, but it's so cool that it's like people are drawing the Dalai Lama all the time, but they never actually visited Tibet. You, you know what I mean? So like, I just think it's like. Well, and to, to know that um, he is a refugee, to know that um, that I did a, a painting of him with the Tsai uh, Ching uh, moniker, and that's the jail that he would go to if he set foot into his home country. He would be housed with uh, rapists and, and, and murderers. Really? He would be, this is the jail he would go to. Yeah. Wow. The Dalai. It's that's insanity. Crazy. You know what I mean? And so, and and people don't, consider that when they talk about refugees all the time they don't consider about people who've had to so if you want to get into you know i don't know have you ever been so if you want to get i, into I haven't been to tibet but you know i go to china quite a bit basically i mean obviously right now it's part of tibet is part of uh china at this moment i feel like people stop caring about it after richard gear stopped caring about it you, you know what i mean no i think he still cares about it but i think you know there's only like no, so no much i mean you can uh, talk like about i said it. when yeah. richard gear no I mean, i'm not saying when he got so he, old that nobody yeah, like cared said, about him anymore exactly that's, that's, that's i'm sorry yeah. that's what i meant i'm not afraid of getting no 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 yeah not pc so i'll say one of the reasons why i love the shit. What no, are you gonna do? It. You gonna say something to the blind lady with MS? I'll fucking kill you. I'll cut you. Bring on the Twitter war, bitches. I know you stumble on one so, thing um, and quote you on it, but no, I'm yeah, just, like, no, I you just can feel quote like... the fuck out of me. No, the thing that <laughs> he uh, there's such commerce now in Tibet. Yeah, the the, the commerce that moved in there now the is taken over. And everything yeah, like that. I've been, I've and they're like, oh look, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Well, the Uyghur thing is even more complicated. You know, I mean, they're just north of the Tibetans too. The uh, the you know about the Uyghurs? Basically? Well, you all, and Nepal. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, you have so many places to consider. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and um, as much as I would love to, I had to start focusing on so i got mad about gandhi for a while because gandhi was a dick yeah gandhi was a yeah. dick and and that. and so gandhi things like gandhi shay you know people who have those have shay on their shirt yeah shay. che Guevara. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 fucking hilarious because he was so against that kind of monetization that was literally one of the things that he spread for that he he rose an army against was capitalism was putting logos on shirts and hats and then people are wearing his face yeah. on shirts yeah. and hats it's insane i mean that's rage against the machine's fault <laughs> kind of, uh, you, you know what i mean you know what he's he, he is the only person what's his name zach he was uh, the, the yeah, singer yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the only person i ever stood next to that i like got blushy i stood next to him in a zanku chicken and i was like <laughs> <laughs> it's zach like my sixth grade me was like a political screaming band guy, and he still had dreadlocks, but like was kind of balding. And I was hey, like, Rachel, "It's okay, I still you know, love you." Like I said, rage was a big deal in the '90s, man. Rage no, was a big deal. You know, but I, that balding dreadlock thing—that's like the you know the clerk at Whole Foods <laughs> kind of hairstyle. You're, you're I don't right, know what's though, going on with still that. Wear yeah. the Che Guevara and rage. They and, do. Yeah, they wear the shirt. So, anyways, uh, the Shea shirts, the Gandhi thing. When I found out that Gandhi was, uh, there's so much information that's coming out about him. Where how he? Wait, I don't know why Gandhi's a dick. So I'm just. Can you educate me? For oh a second, well, yeah, sure. Quick? He tested yeah. his uh, faith by laying with young girls. So yeah. he's like constantly. A he's like a rescue like, type all the time. Guy. <laughs> he also his plan. Yeah. See, so let let me just stop there. I don't represent India, so I'm just gonna back away from this subject and let all the information come out about Gandhi. But needless to say. 
he was a dick and okay. you'll find it'll all be exposed soon enough so as i started to learn more information about gandhi and like Chongqing in china information that was happening in the pharmaceutical companies in Chongqing, um and i started to realize uh with my brain capacity with the uh memory loss that's happening is that making noise no 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 we're almost at an hour so oh, i just i just the, I'm, no i'm just totally like with uh, the memory <laughs> loss that's happening and with my limited uh time mm-hmm. right i had to start focusing on a few key things so the mm. congo to me is an incredibly important um plot of land right I now see. that is getting uh not not as much tweets as i think it should um, and my and my family, the disease, me getting in front of Congress because I've been to Congress a few times in the last wow. year, and I've and I've testified in front of the Senate and the House in the last year. Wow! I had to start honing my craft, um, and so when I was younger, I was definitely more this cause, this cause, this cause. I was more of the people that I'm criticizing mm-hmm. right now. I was more of like a five minutes to everything, sure. and which is what youth is about. Sure. Um, and as I've gotten older, I'm definitely trying to curate my own mm. cause and belief and put my money where my mouth is and say, okay, I need to actually walk the walk and put in the hours. So what are the things I care about? I care about getting in front of Congress. I care about testifying to the Senate and the House about you know drug caps and uh, shit that street art people don't care about but you know what i mean like uh, <laughs> people i mean uh, things that don't have to do with street art sorry but um no we can talk about those anything, are though, those really. are all the things yeah. that I wanted to. Yeah. No, but that's cool. Spend you know, your, like your, I said, uh, focus your, your energy on the things that you know, you, you know, you you care about and that you're good at, or else you kind of spread yourself thin and spread you don't really, thin, yeah. you don't really make an impact in anything actually. In these exactly. Days, these days, if you're gonna want to make a difference in any one thing, you've you've got to just do that one thing. You got to do that one thing, and you got to hit thing. the ground, and you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. And yeah. I think that one of the issues that goes back circles back to the social media thing I was talking about is. Everybody wants to start at the top. They want to be retweeted the most. They want to be liked the most. They want to be the top of it. And it's like it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It doesn't matter about any. It doesn't matter about any. What matters? I walked into Congress. I walked into the Senate. I talked to the people. I'm asking them to open investigation on companies. Right now, it's legal in the United States for one company to pay another company to not make a generic. That's fucked up. Really? That's legal. That is so So, up. I let's say I let's say I own uh, ibuprofen. Mhm. And or I own Advil. Let's yeah. say I own Advil. That's that's the that's the brand name, right? And it's $4 a bottle. It's a, the patent's about to be up and it's about to go generic. That way, a whole bunch of people can carry ibuprofen. Ibuprofen's mm. the generic of Advil. Right. And if I own the Advil brand, I can pay other companies to not make the generic and they'll make more money per pill to not produce it than if they produced it for people like me or fiona or you somebody who doesn't have health insurance somebody who needs access to better health care almost every drug that is out there right now has a generic life-saving medicines and those companies are being paid to not make them and it's legal that's so sinister. It's, it's like dark soul stuff. Like, you know when you saw like an interview yeah. with Charles Manson, and you're like, that guy's got like a dark soul. It's dark soul shit. It's yeah. like black magic voodoo stuff. It's, it's like crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And so for me, my street art 
albeit small when it started 20 years ago or 15 years ago or whatever, got me in front of the Senate. Mm. It was a path, but it did. It got me in front of the Senate to talk about that, yeah, to ask them to open an investigation. You didn't need a picture of you in front of Senate. <laughs> it, it was about you getting in front of Senate. It you, was you about know, me exactly. getting in front of Senate. Exactly. I, you know what I mean? I, I totally respect that. That's like, hey, it's about, it's about it's about your cause. You, you know what I mean? It's not. We always talk about the current. That's what I love about street art, too. It's not necessarily the money that you're making in street art. Uh, it's about your cause, you know, I mean, why you're doing it. The currency a lot of times is uh, notoriety. We, we always say that, too. It's like, you know, do you have a cause? Because if you're just a tagger, you know, there's not too many famous taggers that have written their name a million times and, you, you know, and they're, they're making money in the gallery. I mean, there are a few, you, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway. I got so many names. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. What's the longevity of that? You, you know what I mean? What's the longevity of it at the end of the day, I think? You know, it's all, to me, it's always more real. It's always more important for us to document when there's a cause to it. And, you know, we couldn't, for, for your art, basically, from the very beginning, there's always a cause attached to all of your art, basically. There's a cause attached to every single thing I've done. So my majority is uh, the work, the murals, and things I've done is sex trafficking, mm. um, patient injustice. Uh, sick pe sick art, what I like to call sick art, because oh, okay. I'm sick, so I can say it. Absolutely. Bring it. Um, sick art, um, sex trafficking, um, human trafficking, um, things like that. Those are what every single painting I've ever done is a. I can't. I've never done tits and flowers. I'll never do tits and flowers. <laughs> Put a titty on it. Uh, Susan Sarandon, remember her? She was an actress. And yeah, now she's yeah, like an yeah, activist. Yeah, yeah. A long time ago, she said, "Never do a scene naked because your nipples will always upstage you." <laughs> fucking spot on, man. You know Tits and flowers, man. If you go if you go into any gallery right now, there's not one gallery that you can walk into that doesn't have a titty with a flower on it. There's mm. just that's just the way it is. It's one or the other. And I will never fucking paint tits and flowers. There's just there's enough out there for everybody. Every I don't I, there's nothing wrong with it, but no. there's it's like Trump. There's plenty of paintings plenty of, of it. it. Plenty yes. of paintings of it. Go paint yes. it, and I'll paint the other stuff. And so every painting I do, that I sell, I give one away to a charity for free. Mm. Every mural I do uh, that I get paid I like for, that. I ask the company or the corporation to pay for twice as much paint. And then I take the rest of the paint and do an underserved neighborhood for free with my own time. All right, you guys hear that? If, please, that is like the most ultimate outline to follow right there. That's I mean, you'll be, poor. Advice, right? you'll be poor, but yeah, I mean, we're poor. <laughs> Nobody's got gold, but yeah, you know. Yeah, but you get the nod. Yeah, every painting you do, you should give one away for free, and every mural you do, you should do one for free. That's mm. just, if everybody did even half of that. You know, every it, when you do a mural in an in a underserved neighborhood, you're giving that neighborhood a play. That's what a mural is. It's yeah. a play. Now you're not just walking down the street and passing by a cement wall on your way to the, you know, laundromat or the gas station. There is an actual play on that wall. I thought it's for self-glorification in a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I thought you're, you're you not, should it's, have it's, me it's, on with some of your other people <laughs> and then see how their story changes when they're next to me. You know, no, you know, be like, I just did a shirt for Ozzy, man. And then like have me just walk in from the back and sit down and be like, oh, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> People get around well, me and they get humble as fuck. Well, no, seriously, but that, that's, what, that's what we love. As they podcast, should. You know? I mean, so we'd love should. to have you on again sometime. You know, this has been fun. I will so. be anytime. I want you guys to keep an eye out for Fiona. We, because we, she's we doing, look how I did that. Yeah, you know, she check this out. Like that. I said. We, There's we, a new person to the street art world that's being inducted tonight as we speak. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. By that two OGs happy. right here, too. That's how I feel, man. I'm always so honored to be around all, all you guys' artists, and thank you guys so much. And you know what? It's been over an hour, so we want to kind of give you guys a break so we can just hang out. And uh, yeah. you know, thank you guys thank so you much for, for having us. Thank us. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you, thank you for being on. Seriously. And, and thanks to, to Ted for doing the fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her husband. Has I know, he's the here, best. His, Fanning her because she can't overheat. His right arm right now is so pumped and jacked. <laughs> it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was, it was pumped and jacked before he started, by the way. He's right-handed. Just saying. I love, I love her. She's so punk rock. You know what? So f- leave us a review. on. F- find us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, we appreciate the reviews you guys have left us already. Follow us at PTTP Show, LA Street Art Gallery. And uh, is there anything else you want to like? You want to leave your Instagram name, basically, so people can follow you? Um... No. <laughs> there you go. That's Thank yeah. you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. So Take perfect. care. I love you guys. All right. Thanks, you guys, for having me. Bye. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.